postponed. One of them was in June. The other one was, well, March, June, and then October. October, I was supposed to fight for the NABO title. And, you know, two days before the fight, the fighter just quit on me. Never showed up to the Vegas. And, you know, it's just been a rough 2020. But in a good note, you know, I just had my kid, my son. He just turned one year old. You know, it's just been a great motivation for me. And, you know, I asked Andrew this question, Joseph, you know, Kissimmee is basically little Puerto Rico, right? It's as, as close as you can get to Puerto Rico uh, when you're, you know, when you're in the United States. So can you do, can you discuss um, how important it is for you to, to, to perform and, and to, and to fight in front of a crowd that it will be largely uh, Puerto Rican and uh, you know, Puerto Rican American or Puerto Rican, I should say. Um, yeah. You know, like I said, it's just like, like a mini, um, Puerto Rican parade out in June, Madison Square Garden. That's how it's gonna feel, you know. So I know this this place, this arena's already sold out. I know it's gonna be a great main event from top to bottom, you know. From the first fight, 6 p.m. to the main event, probably 10:30, it's gonna be just straight fireworks, you know. All type of styles of boxing, you know. It just it feels amazing, you know, knowing that Puerto Rico um is still supporting the young prospects. And and and. I wanted to ask you, I mean, you're coming back from, from the, uh, by far the longest life of your career against a guy who is unbeaten in, in, in Jermaine Ortiz, who's, who's coming off a very good win on uh, the Mike Tyson, Roy Jones, uh, Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones undercard yeah. had a, a very, very uh, eye-opening win. So what does it say about your confidence that you're, you're, you're coming back from a long layoff and you're coming back in what many people would say is the toughest test of your career? You know, I just say, you said it yourself, you know, it just explains a lot. It means that I'm ready to fight. I didn't take no tuna fight, you know, because some guys, they take a long layoff. And after a draw, they'll come back, get a nice little tuna fight, get an easy win, and then go go back to the real test. But nah, we're not, we're not, we're not here for that. You know, we, we, we ready. We, you know, we fighters. You know, I'm, I'm not afraid of anything. We got we to gotta step up the level. And, you know, just, we go, we're going to go in there and take the toughest fights. And thank you, Joseph. And as I mentioned, uh, raise hand button if you'd like to ask uh, questions. Uh, of our fighters today. So we will, and again, uh, with English questions for Joseph, please. Um, when we get to uh, Navarrete and Diaz, uh, and, and Berle- yeah, Navarrete and Diaz, um, we'll have Guardi Lopez here in the chat uh, who can translate uh, from English to Spanish and vice versa. Uh, first question for Joseph, we have Eric Alexander. Eric, please unmute yourself and go ahead. Hey, Joseph. Um, just like you stated, 2020 was a weird year for everybody. Um, can you talk about how different training was, the approach, and with all the social distancing, how did you guys handle it to keep training and training at a high level for fights of this type? Uh, you know, we, down in where I'm from, Allentown, Pennsylvania, we have our own gym. So, you know, it wasn't that hard to keep the social distancing and training. But, you know, yeah, you know, 2020 was a rough year, you know. Even though I didn't get the fights I needed, I was supposed to fight March, June, and October, and all those fights just fell off for me. You know, had my son coming in in April. So, you know, it had this good and bad, you know, but, you know, just kept on the focus. We had sparring with world champions. You know, world champions stay in the gym active at all times. So that was a that was a plus right there. So, you know, it's just – I'm just ready and prepared for this fight coming up, though, for sure. And having traveled to Puerto Rico – and this being a very Puerto Rican heavy card, what does that mean to you? Does that give you an extra bit of motivation to face the, the future opponents? Yeah, this gave me a, a very, very motiv- um, more, motiv- I get more motivated within the days, you know. Four days left, I get more motivated out in the gym. 
in the gym, I look in the mirror, you know, I get more excited. I'm like, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's already here. You know, all the hard work is done. What we're doing is now just relaxing, sweating the last two pounds off, you know, just relaxing the gym, motivated, staying focused. You know, it just shows that if I perform well on Saturday night, you know, that Puerto Rican crowd is just going to keep going behind me. You know, I'm a, my toughest test up to date. You know, just they're going to know that they have a real true prospect coming up. And Joseph, you mentioned uh, in October your scheduled opponent. I, I, I think he just didn't show up for his flight. I, I, I honestly, I think it's still a mystery about what happened uh, back in October. Is, is party like, you know, not going to believe you're back in the ring until you're actually in the ring with your opponent, given like everything that's gone on in COVID and you, you've sort of been snake bitten, uh, in, you know, 2020 aside from what everybody else has gone through? Well, his trainer, I know, I know, I know my opponent's trainer, you know, he told me straight up, you know, the, the kid got scared. Two days before the fight, you know, he had, he had two full months to train for me. We was going to fight for the NABO title, 10 rounds. You know, two days before the fight, the kid just got scared, the call pulled out. You know, the trainer told me straight up. But, you know, yeah, me and my brother was, used to always talk about it on, on the rides to sparring. We was like, yo, it don't even feel like we're going to fight. It just feels, it don't feel the same anymore. But, you know, it really, it's not going to feel the same until that last minute when you're wrapping up your gloves and stuff. That's when you're really going to get the nerves and all that stuff. And I, and I should mention uh, Joseph's younger brother, Jeremy Adorno, who's a, a junior featherweight prospect, 4-0. Uh, he, uh, he, all, he, too, hasn't fought since uh, January 2020 in Atlantic City on the Jesse Hart, uh, Joe Smith Jr. card, which, uh, which, which, which also was a raucous crowd. And I think rather than 15 months ago, sort of feels like 15 years ago. Uh, but yeah, as of uh, Jeremy Adorno will be the second fight, uh, second fight on the card. So figure around six twenty, six thirty Eastern, you'll see Jeremy uh, Adorno uh, in action as well. Uh, we move next. We move to Joe Hewlett. Joe, and it shows a lot, you know. It shows a lot about my brother and I. You know, we we took undefeated fighters on our comeback. That that is true. Yeah, and uh, and Jeremy Adorno's fighting uh, a gentleman named Ramiro Martinez from Texas, two zero and two. So both uh, both Adorno brothers taking undefeated fighters on Saturday night. Joe Hewlett. Joe, please unmute yourself and go ahead. Greetings from England. Um, Joseph, my um, question to you is, um, this weekend it's a, a real big fight for you. Um, how do you write your opinion? Uh, how do you write the fighter that you're going in with? You know, the fighter, I don't really look into the fighters like that a lot, but, you know, I just, I just looked at his record, who he fought, what he's done. You know, he's a he's a great fighter. You know, he's ranked number nine in the U.S. So I know he's up there. You know, he just came off of a big victory. You know, he had he has won youth titles back then. Not so not so long ago. So, you know, I know it's a tough fight, you know, toughest fight of my career. But hey, if we don't take these fights, how are we going to know if we're great or not? And you have 12 knockouts on your record. Um, do you think you'll knock him out? Man, we, I, I never go for the knockout. You know, if a knockout comes, it comes. You know, we like I said. With my last fight, you know, it opened up my eyes. You know, it's just not about hitting hard. You know, you got to box smart in there, use your brain. And, you know, if the knockout comes then we're going to take it for sure. But if it don't, then we're ready for all rounds. And uh, I have a question from the chat from Carlos Gonzalez, and he wants to ask you, Joseph, um, how have things changed in your boxing career uh, since becoming a father? You know, it changed a lot. You know, it just it, it shows that being a father, you know, it just it's, it's hard at times, you know, while training 24, being a 24-7 boxer, plus you got to put out the time to be a father. So, you know, it just really motivates me even more, though, to be honest, because now I got to, I can't, I, I don't only have to feed me, and I have to feed my own family, you know, my son. I don't want my son to go through hard things, you know, so I just got to work hard, and, you know, make sure 
to provide everything for my family. And as I mentioned, everybody, uh, please uh, raise hand button. We got a couple more questions, uh, a couple, couple more minutes with Joseph. Uh, so yeah, please raise hands uh, or yeah, you can ask a question in the chat and I'll, I'll, I can ask, you know, like, like Carlos Gonzalez just did, happy to do that. Um, so next we stay in the UK, Jonathan Nagioff for boxing fans. Jonathan, please go ahead. Hey Joseph, um, I just wonder if you could briefly touch on sort of your roots into boxing. Was it just uh, like a lot of Puerto Rican fighters saw Miguel Cosso or someone like that? How did you sort of stop? Uh, to be honest, I didn't really, I started because of my dad, you know, my dad, um, he was a boxer. I'm going I'm to cut it summarized quick. He was a boxer. Uh, a nail hit his eye, scraped his eye. He lost the eye. And then three months after, he started training me and my little brother. I started boxing at the age of six out in Puerto Rico, did 40 fights in Puerto Rico. And then at the age of nine, I moved to the U.S. And, you know, ever since then, I've just been boxing my whole career. But, yeah, you know, watching um, Tito, Cotto, all those guys inspire me, you know, how the crowd loved them for who they is. You know, win or loss, the crowd's still there with them, sold out stadiums, win or loss. And that's what we're trying to build, and that's what I'm trying to become. Hmm. Appreciate you've got a big fight on Saturday against an unbeaten guy. But if you come through this, you know, do you have any guys in mind you want to fight? Yeah, you know, I feel like I know Tofimo going to go up to 140 soon. You know, those belts are going to be vacant. So I know there's a big fight, you know, winner, winner could be ranked up to, to for a chance for a world title. So, you know, it's a big fight, you know, big step up, and, you know, I'm just ready. Good luck. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Jonathan. And Joseph, you mentioned it. You know, is uh, this party, you know, you, you came up, you know, with a string of huge knockouts, 2018, 2019, then the draw, then the layoff. Is part of you feel like now you have to sort of reprove yourself because the fans haven't seen you in a while. You're coming off, uh, admittedly, not your best performance. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you have to prove a little something to, to the fans that maybe, you know, because it's been a couple of years since you had a highlight real knockout? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, I feel like I got, I feel like, it's just how I feel. It's not a, it's not a fact, but it's how I feel. I feel like I have the most, I have the most toughest fight in the in the, in the whole card. You know, I got the pressure on that on my my fight was the last draw. I come out of 15, 15 months layoff, and I got a opponent that's fourteen and over eight knockouts. You know, so it's just gonna be a tough fight. You know, pressure the pressure's on for sure. But you know, we just gotta go out there perform and be comfortable and just do me. Um, okay, we have another we have a question here from Ricardo Torres. Um, trying to trying to get this question. He's asking for those. Yeah, so I mean, he, basically the question is, you know, uh, you know, representing Saturday night for for all of Puerto Rico, and and again the importance of, uh, uh, you know, of representing your home island and, and doing so in, in front uh, in front of a crowd that's going to be largely Puerto Rican. Yeah, you know, I always, no matter what, every fight, in and out, I carry the, the flag of Puerto Rico in all my fights. You know, when, when they pronounce me, they announce my name, I always pronounce that I'm from Puerto Rico, you know. And it's going to be a, it's a great feeling, you know, when I know they once they say I'm from Puerto Rico, the crowd going to go crazy for me. You know, I just got to just perform well. And uh, Joseph, before we let you go, any final words you'd like to say uh, to the fans out there uh, that are going to be watching Joseph Adorno for the first time uh, in 15 months? I just want to say that if you didn't buy your tickets, you can get on ESPN Plus. You're going to watch the whole card from fight one, from fight eight. The fights, all fights are going to be explosive, you know. And I just want to say thank you for all my followers, all my supporters, Puerto Rico, Allentown, 
everybody from the whole United States, from wherever you're watching me, supporting me, I appreciate it. And Joseph is going to um, prove that I'm a great prospect. Joseph, I 